What's going on guys? Davon Stack here and it's so good to have this opportunity to jump in with you guys again with your discipleship groups and talk about God's word and learn more about who he is and about who we are. So our first week we kicked off of this series, Jeff talked about where the Bible came from. We, that was followed by Travis and he talked about um, how can we trust the Bible? Well, my message today is about how we can read the Bible in a meaningful way. Now, like many of you, I grew up in church. And so uh, one of the things that uh, my parents made sure that we did was that we were memorizing scripture and that we were familiar with where big stories and major stories and, and things like that were in the Bible. Things that would, uh, they said, you definitely need to know this as a kid. Um, our church was very big on memorizing scripture as well. I remember being in elementary school and we would have these things called sword drills. And so you would hold your Bible like this. You have your thumbs on the outside like this right here and you would hold it up like this or hold it up above your head. And during that, and so our, our teacher would say, he would give us a scripture. He might say Hebrews 4.12. And so you pull the Bible down and you would race to be the first one to find the scripture and read the scripture. Now, Let's be honest, um, I know it was a Bible drill, it was in church, but there were plenty of times that me and my friends, I'm not even gonna out them, I'll just say me. Uh, we wouldn't put our fingers on the outside, but we would kind of go ahead and get a little head start and get our fingers ready on the inside of the Bible. I know it's shameful, just being completely honest here, but I mean, I grew up in SEC country. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. So it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I remember one summer, my sister, she uh, memorized 10 plus verses in the course of a week, and she won a six foot candy bar. That was awesome. And so I loved memorizing scripture because I remember just the accomplishment of it. I remember thinking, man, I know what God's word is saying. Um, it was just so important to us. And again, my parents told us, this is crucial for your life. But let me ask this question. Is memorizing scripture the end all? Is it, is it, I know scripture and that's it? Well, in James chapter one, James says something different. James says, actually I got it written right here. He said, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise you are fooling yourselves. Guys, memorizing scripture is crucial. It is very important and, and God's going to bring these things to your memory. The Holy Spirit will bring things to your mind in situations, whether you are needing it for yourself or you're needing it to share with someone else, that it is so important to know what God's word says. But at the same time, if we're not doing what God's word says, how is that helpful? We can't just know it. We have to do it. As James, again, as he said, for us to not do God's word, we're only fooling ourselves. Joshua, who was the, the leader who followed after Moses, God challenged him. He said, do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. Uh, the New Living Translation says it this way, to study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. Guys, the Bible is the story of God. And the more clearly we know scripture, the more clearly we know who Jesus is. And that is, that is the most important thing. We have to know who Jesus is. See, if we genuinely believe that the Bible is worth reading 
and knowing and absorbing into our lives, we need to figure out how to get the most out of reading God's word. So uh, I know for students and for adults, memorizing scripture or being in scripture or reading, just simply reading God's word can be very intimidating because it's the word of God. It's, it's the most important thing ever written in the course of history. It guides us, it, it leads us, it instructs us. And so it's hard for us to sometimes be able to take it and just really dive in because we're kind of intimidated by it. And especially when we have to share it with other people, we can be really intimidated by it. Well, let me give you some simple things to remember when it comes to God's word. Um, one, uh, number one is this, before you jump into God's word, pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Jesus um, told us that the Holy Spirit will remind us of all the things that he has taught us. So let's be in his word and let's ask the Holy Spirit to teach us through his word. Say, Holy Spirit, give me the bread, the food that I need um, as I read God's word. Second thing is this. Um, uh, remember that scripture, uh, scripture points us back to Jesus. John 1, 1 says that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word um, was with God. And so Jesus being the word of God, when we get into scripture, he's saying, I am pointing you back to me. He is pointing us back to himself. So ask yourself the question as you're reading God's word or as you read like three or four verses, stop, pause and say, Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to see here? How is this pointing me back to Jesus? Uh, number three is this. Um, scripture connects to our daily lives. Uh, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training in righteousness. So that it points to everything that goes on in our lives. It points us back to Jesus. It shows us where we're supposed to go. It shows us as we're navigating different situations, what we're supposed to do. Hebrews 4.12 says this, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the, sharp, uh, the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It, expo it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Guys, one of the things I love about God's word is that it's applicable today, just as much as it was when it was originally written. And I remember last week when, actually not last week, uh, I remember last uh, series, uh, Kieran said that, God is sovereign over all of our lives, but our choices shape our lives. So we need to be in God's word. We need to know what it says so that his word can shape and influence the choices that we make. So ask yourself this question, and that is, God, how is your word speaking to me today and the situations I'm going through in my daily life? And the last one is this, um, scripture should encourage those around you. Psalm 119, 119, uh, verse 105 says, your word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. So think about it this way. Imagine walking through the woods, not with a huge, powerful flashlight, but with a torch, like they would have had in those days, with a torch or a little later on with a lantern or something like that. And you don't see 30, 40 yards ahead of you. You might see the next three or four steps. And so as you're holding God's word as a lamp to your feet and a light to your path, as you're walking this life together, 
in your discipleship group or with your friends or with people who don't know Jesus, as you're living life with these people, use the word of God to help light their path as well. Use what God is teaching you in your life to help encourage them. If someone doesn't know Jesus, say, man, let me tell you about what God's word says about my life and how it can, how it can apply to yours. So ask yourself that question, Jesus, how is your word encouraging to me and how can I use it to encourage someone else? That's something that our J-High staff does every single week. We pray on Wednesdays um, after our staff meetings, but then we also take some time to just sit in God's presence. Um, one of our staff will do a devotion and we'll just say, this is what God is teaching me right now. Let me encourage you or let me um, help you in your walk. Um, as God has shown me, let me show that those things to you. Let God's word be a lamp to your feet as well. All right, guys, you're about to jump into your group time. Thank you so much for just being attentive and paying attention and listening in. Um, I want to pray for you guys because I know that this is very important. And I pray that God's word will no longer be really intimidating for you, but that you'll use those four things that you will pray for the Holy Spirit to show you what you need to know, that you will um, ask God to point you um, or ask Jesus to point you back to himself ask God to reveal to you how his word is applicable to you and asking God how you can help encourage others through his word. Jesus, thank you so much for my friends. Thank you, Lord, that um, your word is so true and it's so strong and it is alive. And Father, I pray that you would use your word to speak to my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I pray that you would help them to apply it to their lives and then apply that to um, how they interact with those around them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, guys.